Hey, it's Gabriel Brown here with another installation to my podcast. A look into my life and how credit made my imaginations come true. Today I want to review another case study. A young man came into my office to discuss credit report repair. That's credit report repair. He thought that he was having some challenges uh, specifically on his credit report because he had gone to a few banks to try to open a bank account and he was denied or declined from being able to open a bank account. He said that he had identity theft some years ago, uh, but he hired an attorney to help him with that, his family attorney, and they certified some uh, some letters to the credit bureaus. They did an affidavit to state that the young man had identity theft. And they did a police report to corroborate the affidavit. And they sent that information to all three credit bureaus. Well, uh, initially I told the young man, I said, well, there's a couple steps that you missed that could have been very helpful uh, on the credit report repair side. But I said, typically when you go to a bank and you're declined to open a bank account, that's not something on your credit reports. That's something on your data reports. And he had never heard of the data reports. Um, and I you know, tried to talk to him about some of the uh, most mostly known data reports. And he wasn't familiar with them, but we dialed it in to figure out exactly what it was, which data report it was. Now, the reason this was so important to this this client, he did sign up for our credit report repair service and our data report repair service. But the reason this was so important to this uh, this young man was because his uh, father had recently transitioned and uh, he inherited some real estate and the real estate was paid in full and he inherited I believe two or three properties and I was so excited for the young man because he had already learned some information about setting up trust uh, a trust account setting up an LLC uh, for each property and we discussed that and um, you know he wanted to refinance the properties and purchase some property in another state. But the banks wouldn't let him pull out any money because he couldn't open a bank account. And I thought, wow, can you imagine not being able to refinance a property because you can't open a bank account because of identity theft that you had, but more specifically, you're not sure which data report is preventing you from opening your accounts. So once I uh, walked him through which data report it was and how we would need to attack that situation, he said, well, why is it my attorney wasn't aware of this? And hey, I said, well, it's specialized knowledge. It's not that your attorney uh, is a bad attorney or uh, you shouldn't use that person, that attorney anymore. Uh, it's just that this is specialized knowledge. Sometimes attorneys are general, have a general practice. So they have a lot of knowledge about a lot of different things, which is great. 
but data reports some attorneys are not aware of it. So there was some relief uh, that he received from knowing that we had the specialized knowledge to direct him on which data reports we would work on and uh, how to get this information corrected because just disputing to the credit bureaus if you have data report issues is not enough. You got to dispute to the credit bureau and to the data report provider. Let me say that again. You got to dispute the information with the credit bureaus and to the data report providers. Now, you're probably saying, well, Gabriel, if his attorney disputed with the credit bureau, why didn't that fix it? This sounds a little unclear. Well, let me explain. The data report providers are not listed in most cases as a trade line or a collection or a negative notation on your credit reports. They're in most cases listed in the supplemental data section of your credit reports. Kind of like a hard inquiry is listed on a credit report, but a soft inquiry isn't. The soft inquiry is only listed on your consumer reports, okay? And many say that they are non, they have uh, no impact on your credit score. Okay, so that's why you still sum submit a dispute to the credit bureaus, but you have to be specific about where the information or where the data report information is and then dispute that same information to the data report provider and enclose a copy of that data report provider's dispute with your credit report dispute to the credit bureaus, okay? Let me say that again. When you send your dispute to your data report provider, you wanna copy that dispute and add it to a dispute that you're gonna to send to the credit bureaus. So that way everyone's on the same page, all right? So I'm sure this young man's gonna be happy because in the next uh, 10 to 14 days, we should have his data report issue resolved. He'll be able to go back to the bank, open up a bank account, then hopefully be able to refinance the two properties that he inherited from his father and then a third property that he actually inherited uh, or that his mother actually transferred ownership of to him. So he has a bright future ahead of him and he's only about 25 years old. You know, it was really pleasing to be able to uh, make this clear for him and to offer a solution to him. So this specialized knowledge is becoming more and more necessary when we're talking about credit repair and data report repair. All right, I look forward to talking with you on the next podcast, and I hope this information helps. All right, have a blessed day.